What up, what up? Whatever face podcast back again. Um, I gave your wife the easy out by calling her one of your daughter faces. You, sir, not so much. I'm going to give you the real treatment like you were, <laughs> like you are. So with that being said, I am going to call you Caldwell Pope face. <laughs> what's good oh man nothing 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 I got my man my uh I want to call you family because I feel like you are family not even call you family I feel like I've been a part of the family for so long that I can call you family so that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna call you fam I got my fam with me yeah yeah we Pierce, got what's, happening? what's going on man how you feeling can't complain, man. Uh, had you up here last, uh, not last week, but whatever. When we did the mom demic, that was for the moms. This one yeah. specifically for you. So all the ignorance, all of the, the language, I'm here for everything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but, I was uh, trying to be my best self on that other joint. No, I know you were trying to be well behaved. <laughs> I, I, I got that. I, I kind of got that. But that's why I let you start. Nah, I'm, so yeah, that's yeah. Now. yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, you up here now for the very reason of all the ignorance. I want all the ignorance. We're going to get into a lot of stuff. Uh, I'm going to ask you, I don't have any icebreakers for you because uh, you're comfortable enough with me where I don't need to do icebreaker with you. So uh, accept that. Accept that fact that I feel like we have this rapport where I don't need to icebreaker with you. So I'm just going to get right to it. Who you got? Yeah, yeah, Legacy. Um, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Lakers honestly. Usually I'll take I usually will take the Heat because I I'm an underdog. I always like the underdog, but um I don't know man. LeBron is just looking real clean nowadays, and I don't know man. He's he's doing his thing. It's exciting to see. So I'm a, I'm gonna go with the Lakers. Why not? <sighs> <laughs> nah, that's not what you wanted to hear. Uh, no, I want you to. I, I don't want you to give me what I want to hear. But I, I love we can debate this uh, right quick. But um, yeah, man, I don't know. Jimmy, Jimmy's doing his best. Oh six D Wade impression. If you ask me, I don't know if it's too early to say that. But from what I've been watching, he looks very oh six Wade ish to me. Yo, but you know what? Here's the thing. I was just talking to my wife about it, man. I'm not as in tune. With the playoffs, man, it's just because it's weird. Like, there's nobody in the stands. This, it, it's fucking. What is this? It's October, and we watching basketball. It's just weird shit. Like, I don't know. I can't. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I wasn't with it when I feel like I'm watching exhibition games. <laughs> I feel like I'm watching some like exhibition <laughs> games, some preseason games almost. I always said when they said they were going to do the uh, the bubble joint, I'm like, fam, this is going to be summer league on acid, man. You're yeah, going to get LeBron yeah. <laughs> and these niggas playing right. summer league ball. Yeah, that's so. what I'm. Uh, it's just weird, man. I just I think we should have just re. I get it, like you know, we got to resume the economy and try to get back to normalcy. But I just feel like it just don't feel real to me. It don't feel real, no matter how yeah. hard they're playing. If you can imagine the atmosphere, if this was legit, a Laker-Miami final fan, could you imagine who was all in the stands or front row? Right, right. It would be crazy. It would be a movie. It would be a movie, man. 
It'll be wild. Now you get like wild. Bert from next door and like the 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 nigga. Yeah, cold <laughs> yeah. Some random NBA player, like it's just yeah, it's like this I feel like I'm at watching a practice game, even though they they <laughs> a, a, pra, a practice game with high intensity. <laughs> I, I I'm asking this question because I saw it on my um I saw it on my feed, and I've been waiting to have a sports conversation. So I'm going to ask you, what's the better duo, Wade and Braun or Wade or AD? You mean Braun and AD? Yeah, I'm sorry. I said Wade and AD. Braun and AD or Wade and Braun? Mm, I like... I'm going to go with Wade and Braun. It was young. It was fresh. You know what I'm saying? I... Not, not for now. I like, I like AD and Braun now. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I don't know, man. When, when uh, LeBron was in Miami, it was, it was different. It was definitely. Yeah, different. I think I, I agree with you on the uh, Wade and Braun only because I saw I, I get to see um, AD and Braun, but I saw what happened when Braun embraced being a villain with Wade in Miami. Like that right, was right. And Wade was at Wade was at his prime. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was different, man. I don't like. I think I don't know. I don't know. I think AD is a super cornball too, man. (laughs) Oh no, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yo, yo, um, Courtney the other day, man, because I had my hair like uh, almost in twists or whatever. Now they're in full blown twists. I ain't gonna show you that yet, but um, (laughs) I I I have my hair in twists. And he was like, yo, you kind of look like – he was like – because I was like, yo, I'm not going to really cut this. I don't think I'm going to cut my hair again. He's like, yo, you shouldn't. Do it for me. He's like, do it for the bald niggas. So I was like, all right, bet. <laughs> so he was like, he was like, but, yo, you look like – you kind of look like AD with your haircut like that. I was like, yo. I was like, yo, chill out, son. I'll cut this shit off right now. <laughs> I'm like, yo, he is ultra corny, bro. I was like, come on, son. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, I would have ran right to the ball after that. Yeah, I was like, "Damn, son, I gotta do something, man. I gotta do something." <laughs> <laughs> well, nah, he 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 is ultra corny. Um, I actually before the season started, I didn't have the nigga finishing out the season. Um, I had him like doing half the season, getting injured, and then like there was no hate, but it was just like he hasn't proven to go a full season, right? Uh, right healthy so I, I just was just like yeah mm. but yeah man if he plays uh i think it gives the lakers a better chance but they haven't mm-hmm. really said uh if he's playing or not uh in game six yeah. i do believe if the heat can steal game six then it's 100 percent up for grabs i am glad though that it got all of those, uh, yeah, they're wearing the mama jerseys. It's over. It's I'm, I'm glad they got them niggas out of here because they was annoying me. Yeah, LeBron is in demon mode, though. He really is, man. He really is, though. He's in a different type of team. I feel like he's on a different type of time. Like, you know, his, his I don't know, he's he's in shape. Like, he's he's in a, he's on a different type of time, man. I, I say Lakers are going to gonna take the chip 100%. But the, hate, the Heat is doing anything. I'm not going to lie. Not gonna lie, definitely interesting to watch. When Bam and uh, Drogic got injured, I was like, "Oh no, nah, it's over." But I'm excited 
that I'm getting a series and not like a sweep that everybody thought it was going right, to be right, once. Right. <laughs> somebody said, yeah, I feel going. like, right, right. I feel like in the beginning, somebody was like, yo, I feel like I'm watching the Monstars play the, uh, the Toon Squad. <laughs> I was like, I was like, word. <laughs> yeah. But no, nah, it's good. Yeah. It's good. It's a good, it's a good, um, it's definitely, it's definitely nice to watch, man. It's definitely nice to watch. All right, man. Uh, I talk sports with anybody that comes up, anybody that's willing to talk sports, I talk sports. But you, my friend, I have you up because there's one thing and one thing in particular that I want to talk to you about, and I hope you give me enough, I'm going to say ammo, because that's all I'm, I'm ammo, conversation, conversation. I want to talk to you about full of fines. I want to talk to you about unplated. I'm grouping them as one thing. If they're two separate yeah, yeah, things, yeah, yeah. correct No, me, no, it's, but... it's the same. It's the same thing. You know, it's just like full of fines is the channel and uh, unplated is the programming. You know what I'm saying? So, like, right, say so if you turn to, to it. talk to me about full of fines. So, full of fines is basically me. I'm Stephen Fuller, and I like to go out and find shit, man. I, I, I have a thing for exploration. You know what I'm saying? I guess if you want to really break that down, it's really just journalism or what I like to call uh, fernalism, which is full journalism, man. And I like to kind of go to different places and see what's what and try to, you know, pick out the gems and stuff like that that nobody's really eating at or they haven't heard about. You know what I'm saying? I've been doing that all my life. You know, my my sister, my mother, they they're foodies. They love they love to go out to eat and stuff like that. So I've always been eating out, man. And I figured that we're gonna eat every single day. You might as well make a movie out of it. You know what I'm saying? So I kinda I kinda just started doing that and just kinda putting people onto the spots I used to go I go to all the time. Can I tell you what I respect about Full of Fines and Unplated when we get into it? But what I respect about Full of Fines is that I enjoy a good meal. Oh, yeah, me too, man. Me too. And I pride myself on being able to put people on to dope restaurants. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's like, that's like almost like the equivalent of wearing a nice pair of sneakers. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, priding yourself on what you eat that's like fly shit like you can't just be eating on bullshit you know what I'm saying <laughs> even though like you gotta be able to eat fly you, you can't just you gotta you dress fly you know what I'm saying you look fly you gotta be able to eat fly too you know what I'm saying so I pride myself on that too as well alright this is just off the cuff but where would you say in your travels uh, no matter where you've gone where would you say in your travels has been the best place to find like uh, uncovered gems in terms of food. Mm, that's that's a, mm, that's a tough one, man. Um, in my travels, let's see, let's see, where have I been? Um, I caught a lot of vibes. La okay, so last year I was down. Where did I go? I caught a lot of vibes in Connecticut. I was in what part of Connecticut was that? Uh, Damn. It, it's over by like um shit, what the heck is the name? Anyway, it's a spot in Connecticut or whatever, by the beach or whatever. The, the name will come to me. But um I caught a lot of vibes over there. And it was just a lot of like lobster roll vibes and like 
a lot of just seafood and stuff like that that it really like I was really like just impressed man because one I never been out there two um to be out there on the New England coast right and to see the water so blue like that I was like wow I didn't even know this was on the east coast like that like crazy you know what I'm saying so that whole New England vibe is just something that you gotta you gotta go check out for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like Rhode Island, uh, Connecticut, all that over there in Massachusetts. You know what I'm saying? You gotta get over there because the water is blue. It's really cold, the water, but it's nice. That's where you get your lobsters. That's where you get the the, the classic lobster rolls from, man. So that was really dope. Um, down south. I, I was in um, my uncle passed last year and I was down south and, you know, that's where all the eats are. So I had everything. Matter of fact, one of the dopest spots I ever been to was a, a breakfast spot. Because if anybody knows me, they know I love, 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 love breakfast. I'm a breakfast fiend. You know what I'm saying? I, I do breakfast all day, especially like a home style, like a southern breakfast. So I was looking for those type of eats every day that I was down south. And um one of these spots that my cousin had put me on to, I think it was called, I forgot the name of it, but it was, um, it was basically like, she kept trying to explain it to me throughout, throughout the time I was staying there. I didn't really understand it and she, until she brought me the last day I was down there. It was basically like, you can put together your own menu. So like, say if you wanted sausage, you could get a sausage, but it wasn't an all you can eat buffet, but it was like, if you wanted sausage, you can get sausage. If you wanted eggs, you could get eggs. If you wanted French toast, you could get French toast. You can literally have everything you want, and they don't, like, upcharge you. You know what I'm saying? So it'll be, like, a dollar per this. So if you want a side of French toast, an extra dollar. You want a side of pancakes, an extra dollar. If you want – yo, so by the time I was done – by the time I was done with my order, I had eggs, sausage, bacon, grits, uh, biscuits. I had – uh, French toast, and I had pancakes, and I had waffles. Savagery. And I, <laughs> ate it, and I ate it all, bro. And my bill was like, my bill was like 30 bucks. I never, I never experienced nothing like that in my lifetime, bro. I was like, yo, that's crazy. I got to get the name for you, but that was wild, man. All right. I'm Because you said it, and I'm going to ask you, where is the best New England and uh, – that area, the Boston area, the Connecticut area. What's what's the best New England clam chowder you've had? I I do not like clam New England clam chowder. I'm not gonna even hold you for, for this that. nigga. I do here. not. I do this <laughs> nigga here. Yo yo, send me some good clam chowder and I might try it. But I don't hold. I'm not gonna hold you. I don't. I don't like clam chowder, bro. I don't like clam chowder. <laughs> I will definitely post that on my um on my Instagram as somebody else said that that's mad good because I can't I can't speak for it. This nigga here doesn't <laughs> like clam chowder. Like I'm about to discredit everything that I've Yo, championed you. Up. Like I followed Yo. all of your joints. I'm about to discredit you right now. Yo, yo, even your man Guy Fieri has some shit that he does not like. The nigga don't like eggs. He don't like eggs. That's crazy. But well, I don't you know, really rock with eggs either, so I can understand. See, it. see, I like eggs. So people that they stuff that they don't like that, that you can't discredit me. I'm just gonna find somebody else's humble opinion. There's just certain <laughs> things. <laughs> there's just certain things that I can't speak for my, myself. You know what I'm saying? And I and that's one thing that I want to work on is like developing a real palate because like even like what unplated, I feel like I'm getting to the point where I'm almost being unfair or really biased about 
what I like because what I may what I might like other people don't like and what I don't like other people may like and who's who am I to say whether something's really good or something's really bad you know what I'm saying I think my palate can only take me to a certain level so I definitely want to start getting like experts and stuff like people that really come from those those type of cuisines and stuff to get them on there on the show with me and really give me some like credibility to it I'm, I'm, we're going to get to unplayed it in a second, but I want to know from you, what was the driving force behind uh, Full of Finds? Was it just your love of trying to find uh, the good spots or like, did it come up in conversation one day, you and the wife out eating and you're like, yo, why don't we do this? Like, how did you come up with the concept to do like, I want to call it this Food Channel-esque um food journal where you're blogging about different places where did that idea come from so basically like i said man i always go to different restaurants and i i don't even know what i was doing but like i'll be the one to get on yelp i'll be the one to google the shit out of something and really like mm. uh, search the internet for something that i haven't tried i think what really turned me on was this one particular restaurant um up here in wayne new jersey it's called it's not there anymore but uh, it was a BYOB. It, it, went, it was a seafood spot. It was called Seafood Village, right? I went there for my sister's, for Mother's Day. As a matter of fact, I had brought Courtney and Jasmine. We all went down there. And it was a movie, bro. And the, the thing was, like, nobody knew about this spot at all. And it was Bring Your Own Bottle, which is, I'm huge on. I don't, and I, I still don't think a lot of people are really up on that BYOB shit. But... When you bring, when you go to spots where you bring your own bottle, you're cutting out half your check. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm all about affordability too. I'm all about affordability too. I like spots that don't cost that much on the pocket. You know what I'm saying? I like to find a good bargain. I like to hunt. That's my thing. I like to hunt for good deals and good prices. You know what I'm saying? If it's and it's really quality, I'll go out and I'll, I'll travel for it. You know, so this one particular spot in Wayne, New Jersey, or whatever, I had brought. We all went or whatever. Me, Courtney, we bought the Henny. We had Ciroc. We had um, we had wine. Hello, hello. I'm here. I'm here. I'm listening oh, to you. Oh, 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 oh. All right, all right. Yeah. So I had bought. Um, we bought a whole bunch of alcohol, or whatever, and they put us in like this uh, this like private area, and there was nobody there at all. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, yo, this is weird. But then we got the menu. We ordered mad seafood, man. We ordered uh, crab legs. We ordered mussels. We ordered lobster. We ordered everything off the freaking menu. And there was like 20 of us. And the bill came out to like 200 bucks, bro. I'm not going to even hold you. And the food was delicious. And I'm nah. like, yo. BYOB they, is where it's at. That's where BYOB it's at. BYOB is where it's at. And then everybody was like, yo, how'd you find this spot? And I was like, yo, I just like researching. You know what I'm saying? My pops will always tell me, you always finding shit, bro. You always finding shit. And I'm just like, yo, I, you know, so I, I just kind of tapped in on that. You know, I just kind of tuned into that. I'm like, I like researching. And I was like, yo, we're going to eat every day and we're going to spend, I like spending time with my family. This is how we bond. You know what I'm saying? We go out, mm. we eat. Me and my wife, that's how we met. We was, we was out to eat. You know what I'm saying? So this is just something I said, why not have a good time and hopefully try to get paid for it. You know what I'm saying? So that's where the whole idea came from, you know, and I would just slowly but surely start taking pictures of the food and just kind of uh, promote other people to go there. 
And I've always had a knack for like marketing and promoting other smaller businesses. So it all ties in together. So if you're on vacation, mm -hmm. and I'm not going to say, no, no, for real. If you're on vacation and you're going out to eat, do you research places or do you get recommendations from people that live in the area, whether it's a hotel or Airbnb? What's your, what's your um, stance on finding food when you're on vacation? So I'm doing all that. So one, um, I'm going to research. I'm going to do my research. But it's very mm. important. It's very, very, very important to tap into what the locals think. And there's, a, there's like a, um, there's an opening in the marketplace. of uh, There's a void of information on these things. You know, you'll be surprised how many people don't know. And I'm, I'm the type of person that if somebody says something is good, I'm going to take your word for it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I like, to, I'll, I'll trust you on that, you know? And there's, and it, you don't, you're not, you don't even know how you can really sell a person by just being like, yo, this spot is what's up. This spot is what's up. Like, don't order that. Don't order that. I'm going to take your word for it. You know? And there's such a, a lack of that. You know, when I, when I was out in spots like Connecticut and stuff, I would ask like the hotel concierge, like, yo, um, what's the what's the what's in that what's this where where's this at and they'll just be like um honestly and they'll pull out some bullshit piece of paper and i'm like yo there's gotta be <laughs> there's gotta be there's gotta be something better than that like yo are you kidding me like you're gonna pull out a bullshit piece of paper like you know what i'm saying so i was like yo if one i need to hear it from somebody's mouth that's actually tried it that's actually done it and that i can trust you know what i'm saying so i, I guess i'll be that person has there been ever has there ever been a time where someone's given you their word and you was like you went to the spot and was like, nah, fam, this ain't it? Mm, yeah, plenty of times. Plenty, oh, try this. Oh, this is really good. Dirt. Dirt. And I'll just be like, <laughs> damn. I'll just be like, damn. Just they and they're not on it. They don't they don't really know. You know what I'm saying? Some people will say, yo, this is so good. Da -da 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 -da. And that's the thing about like with people's uh, palates and their taste buds. Like some people like bland food you know what i'm saying there's a spot up here i was just actually somebody was uh commenting on a post that i had and i was like oh i gotta try such and such and it was like everybody's ranting and raving about this spot but mind you there's a person saying that i don't really like the food i think it's bland you know what i'm saying so that's kind of i gotta kind of find a way to uh figure that aspect out you know what i'm saying because not everybody's uh palates are the same you know, and you would think good food should be universal, right? No, that's but across the board. That's a fact. Yeah. Like for me, it should be. But if I don't you give think me a recommendation, I'm going off your recommendation. Like, cause I feel right. like if you enjoy food as much as I do, and you tell me, oh nah, you should go here. I'm taking yeah. that for face value because you're saying, it. nah, fam, go here. Trust me. Yeah, this is where no, it's at. Then, right, but then you have places, like, there's famous spots, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to name anything in particular, but there's famous places that people will swear by it, and you go there, and you'll be like, yo, my mom cooks better than this, I've had better food than this, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then you just like, nah, this is not it, you know? But the hype and everything just overpowers it, and then it's just like, you know? So I don't know, man. All right, um... You said you mentioned something about on vacation because I'm the type of person, if I'm away, and I may have to hit you offline about an idea that I have uh, that would be kind of dope. But we'll, we'll talk offline about it because when I when I talk to you about it, you may 
you may see the where the light bulb went off in my head about it. But me and my wife went to Atlantic City, uh-huh. and I asked, and this is not to to race shame or anything like that. I asked the white concierge about, oh, where should we eat that's outside the hotel? Same mm-hmm. like they pulled out this paper that they tell everybody else. Oh, the like, trash. Come yeah, on, I was right. like, I, bet. I went right to the black person, like two two uh two joints down. I was like, yo, I'm looking for a Mexican spot that like the locals go to. Uh-huh. And they were like, yo, fam, if you go right up the road, make a left, boom, bang, boom, here's a spot. We eat there all the time. Like it's reasonably priced. I was like, all right, cool. Me and my wife went until this day. She swears that that's the best burrito she's had in her life. Yo, yo, that's a fact, bro. That and that matter of fact, you just uh you just reminded me of another spot that I was out at, at um in Jersey, man. One of the fam- best restaurants I've ever been to is in uh Woodbridge, New Jersey called Jose Tejadas, bro. It's um it's a Mexican slash Creole restaurant. Bro, son, drinks are fire, we got the authentic margaritas, they got yo, the fajitas are that fire. Sounds you fire. gotta go there. Yo, you gotta that sounds go there. Fire. You gotta go there. We was out there on, we was by like Perth Amboy and we was going out like a, on a, like a, a dinner cruise for our anniversary or whatever. And again, we was talking to the locals because that's, you know, I love to talk to people. And we was talking to one of the locals on a boat and they was like, yo, before you leave, you got to go here. You got to go to Jose Tadis. And sure enough, we went there and that shit was fire, bro. One of our favorite restaurants. But um, back to what you were saying though. Yeah, yo, uh, a lot of people... I don't know, man, the, the hotels and they, and you would think that, and that's again, another opportunity. Like if I was running a hotel and because I've come, I come from the hotel industry, you know, you need to ha- make sure your concierge is in tune with everything, bro. He has to be that's in a tune fact. with everything, bro. I'm talking about, and that's what a concierge is. Like if you go to the city, like when I, when I worked in a Ritz Carlton, like there was a concierge club and you know what I'm saying? And they, they were able to eat and dine and stuff like that and make these connections with restaurant owners and, and uh, venue owners and stuff just so they can uh, accommodate their guests. You know what I'm saying? And, and be in the know, you know, so you have to know this stuff from top to bottom, like everywhere. So that's a must. That's a must. Cause that's the first person that that's the first person I'm going to. If I go to the hotel, I'm going to go to the concierge. And if you pull out some little paper, that's not like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to W I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk away from you. So, yeah. Outside of concierge. Um, I, I hundred percent agree with you that concierge might be the most trusted person in your hotel. And, um, if you don't have, if your customers can't build a rapport with concierge, then you're doing it wrong. Like if yeah, I can't, like if I'm staying for uh, uh, X amount of days and I go to concierge and he um, gives me a wrong recommendation day one, like I'm not going back to concierge. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's just for me. I'm like, all right, well, your recommendation was trash, so I'm trash, gonna find yeah. somebody else to yep. recommend something to me. Um, mm-hmm. But Yo, Abe, that, oh, by the way, by the way, my fault to interrupt you. AC was super lit when I went over the summer. Me and my wife went, and I had went to AC once before with um with my brother Ja Will or whatever for his birthday. And um 
that shit was garbage when we went. And so, so garbage to the fact that I was like, yo, I'm never coming back here again. Like we had the, just <laughs> the most, we had the most boring time there. Like we was just like, oh my gosh. We, it was like November. We went, it was just me and him. It was just garbage. Like we just had such a, it was just so slow motion. But again, I didn't really know, like I wasn't on my Fuller Fine shit back then. Cause I would have looked up everything and I didn't even realize there was like a whole boardwalk. Like I was, I didn't like, we went to a few casinos and that was it. And I don't even really gamble like that. But when me and my wife went over the summer, this past summer, yo, we had such a good time, man. We had so much, like such a good time. And again, that's another opportunity because um, there's so much restaurants, there's so much things to do, but again, there's no authority and somebody to tell you, go here. There's no trusted authority, and that's the key. Like, you can have all the shit to do in the world, but if there's no middleman to say, yo, trust me, I know where to go, it's, it's a dub. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, you're getting into an idea that I have, and I promise you, I'm going to talk to you offline, because once you hear it, you're going to be like, fam, uh, I don't want to give it away on air, but I promise yeah, you. Yeah, no, I, I, I've, been giving a, I've been giving away a lot of jewels online, but fuck it. Yeah, I, I got you. Um, don't you think, uh, right quick, don't you think going out with your wife sort of kind of forces you to be in full of fines mode versus going out with your boys? Because with your boys, niggas don't care about nothing. Like, this is like, yo, where we going? <laughs> yo, no, nah, that's, that's a fact. <laughs> yo, no, nah, yeah, that's a fact. Um. Definitely, because you know you're trying to you're trying to wow your wow your lady, you know. Especially if you still you still want to date your woman and stuff like that, and you still want to you know knock her off her feet. Me personally, I think the thing I'm always in full of fines mode because I feel like every dollar counts. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. if I'm spending my money, I want to make it count. I want to make it count wherever I go. Like I don't if it if I had it my way, and it obviously doesn't work like that. There's so many times I go out to eat or. And I just order regular shit, and I'm not in full of fines mode. But if I had it yeah. my way, I would just every single every single thing that I eat would be a full of fines experience, man. Just every dollar working towards that brand. But it don't it don't be like that sometimes. So you you brought up something that makes me want to ask because I'm just gonna tell you how I am as a a, a foodie. I go out to a new place, nigga. I'm gonna order something that I've had before. I'm not gonna experiment and try like something on the menu that I'm not gonna know if I enjoy. I I am the person we go out, <laughs> chicken fingers and fries or a chicken <laughs> arm roll. Like uh, that's one of those. <laughs> that that's my that's me unless I go someplace and get a recommendation from somebody that's like, no, fam, you gotta try X, right, Y, right, and Z. Right. No, so when you, you go out you. And in terms of making a dollar count, are you that adventurous or are you the person that has, oh, nah, this is what I eat everywhere else because you can't mess it up no matter where you go or do uh, you kind of experiment? No, see, it's a, see, now that I'm doing full of funds, now I want to go to like, I want to order the shit that looks the most appealing for my audience. You know what I'm saying? So the thing that I might like that I know is tried and true that I might like, I might pick something else now that I know I want to have a little bit more of like appealing and interesting content. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully it's good. But um, 
I'm usually that person that will go, I have a specific thing I like to order from different spots. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, Cheesecake Factory, me and my wife, we order, we always order the shrimp and steak Diane. You know what I'm saying? Delicious. I know it's good. We order that every time we go there. But if I go to such and such, if I go to like, I don't know, um, there's a specific restaurant over here, uh, Grappa. Uh, I'm going to order the steak. You know what I'm saying? So I, there's cer certain things that I know from certain restaurants that I like to get, you know? Cheesecake Factory, you can find me with the uh, Louisiana pasta. Um, that's the Louisiana pasta is good. I like the Cheesecake Factory, man. I'm not going to hold you. Yo, I didn't. I, 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 I don't I'm know not, if you've seen I'm not, it. I'm not a big fan, but I'm a fan enough where I can go there consistently. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Um, I, I don't know if you've seen on like one of my posts or whatever on Instagram, they had brunch and I didn't know, like my homegirl put me on to that. She was like, Oh, she actually had her, um, my goddaughter or whatever. She had her, her, her birthday party there or whatever. And she, they had brunch and I was like, Oh, I did not know cheesecake factory had brunch. And that shit was lit. Probably the one of the best French toasts I've ever had there. So <laughs> that shit was lit. <laughs> Uh, all right. So now you just, I love the conversation where it's open and honest and I didn't prepare any of this before I spoke to you because I wanted just a conversation where you were going off the cuff and right, right. You, you're leading me into a separate conversation about brunch specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm one of those people where I made fun of brunch up until a couple of years ago, I kept saying brunch, why would you go to brunch? And then I was, my eyes are open to brunch. Now I'm like, nigga, when are we going to brunch? Dead ass. So brunch, I I see you, about it. <laughs> fam, it's a different experience. If you, once you find the, the great combo of uh, food and unlimited whatever, it's, it's a great experience. So that's what my question is to you now. Like, if you had to rate your top three brunch experiences based off of food and unlimited whatever what are those three places top three shit um dang i've been to some good brunch spots man i'm not gonna even lie um i like i like mama wanna had a good ass brunch bro it just for the type of the type of vibe that it was like um one they do all you can eat so that's that's lit, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> but they also but they also had the hookah with the music and the um, unlimited sangrias, you know what I'm saying? So At brunch? Yeah, hell yeah. They, they they give you a they give you a certain um and I know this is to people that like are super more advanced. This is probably like this nigga ain't ain't been nowhere. But um I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still trying to get my shit up. I'm not gonna lie because you know all these places cost money and you know what I'm saying. But um, so definitely Mama Wana is a good look. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. That shit is lit. I had some good times there and I've gotten super, you know, super nice off Mama Wana. Um, what else is a good brunch spot? Um, hold on. Now you got to make, see, now you got to make me bring out the list. Bring out these lists. I want, the, I want you to have the list ready. I got it. I, I got the list. The list hold on, hold on, hold on. So many brunch vibes, man. 
while you cruising through the list, I'm gonna ask you a question. Yeah, actually, let me come back to that. It's not gonna get you in trouble, but it's gonna be like almost. I asked the wives last week how the husbands were doing, so I'm gonna ask you: Has there ever been a spot your wife recommended that you had to tell her afterward, like you had to front, like it was alright, but afterward (laughs) you had to tell her this ain't it. Nah, my wife is pretty solid with the reviews. My, my my wife is pretty solid. I've 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 goofed up some reviews. I've messed up. When we was out in um Scranton, Pennsylvania, there was this spot, there was this breakfast spot that um I was dying to go to. I'm like, yo, babe, hole in the wall spot. This looks legit. And we got there. That shit was garbage. Matter of fact, it was so garbage. <laughs> it was so garbage that I bought I had ordered sausage patties and they gave me Italian sausage patties for breakfast. Ew. Trash. I was like, oh no, this is this is I can't do this again. Yo, um, there's a spot. Yeah, no, that shit was it was uh no, I can't go. I'm getting PTSD thinking about it. (laughs) Um yo, there's a spot, um there's a spot up here called the Thayer Hotel, right? And Uh as far as like uh beautiful ambiance goes, because that's another thing that I like to factor into my finds is ambiance man what type of scene is it you know is it just eats or is it because sometimes it don't even be all about the eats it's about the vibe that you catch when you're there you know what i'm saying this particular uh, yeah so this particular restaurant it's a um it's a hotel it's it's right on the grounds of west point or whatever and it overlooks the hudson overlooks the hudson river it's called the thayer hotel and Every Sunday, they used to do a brunch, and they had, like, the fondue. They had the fondue uh, stations. They had all types of stations, the steak, they make their own omelet, everything. But if you go right upstairs, you have the whole uh, lounge area with the view over the Hudson. So that's delicious. It was very good. And then there's another spot um, in Mawa. I don't know if you've ever come this far up. Like, you, you, you've been to Woodbury, right? You've been Damn, up here. I travel all everywhere. I travel everywhere. So if you're on 17 coming up, right? On mm-hmm. like like if you're about to get on the thruway or something like that, you're coming up from Mawa on 17. If you notice to the left, there's a huge hill, right? You're passing mm-hmm. um you're passing like the suffering exit or whatever. If you notice to the left, there's a huge hill. Um there's a restaurant on top of the hill. It's called uh Mount Fuji. Or whatever okay. the official Mount Fuji, and that's a whole like uh, hibachi restaurant. It's like you got to literally drive up the hill, like it's like a uh, like a Japanese feel to it and everything. Like you would think you was in some type of movie almost. You know what I'm saying? So you're driving <laughs> with with like people with geishas on and all that crazy stuff, and like you're driving up there, whatever. They have a brunch on Sunday that is delicious, man, and it's huge and it's spacious and. The the whole entire spot, you're just overlooking the mountain on 17. It's beautiful, you know? So, All right. Yeah. My I, and I, I heard Cantina. I heard Cantina is lit for brunch, too. I've never been, though. Cantina, that's down in the city. Uh, El Cantina, I think. El Cantino, it's like a, a Mexican restaurant, but I, I believe it's maybe inside a hotel, but it's rooftop. And uh, their food, I'm always looking on their gram, and I've been looking at this for a minute, and their food looks phenomenal and i know they got like a bottomless special and all that so i'm definitely gonna have a section where i where i break down the spots to go to you know what i'm saying like my highlights i want to have those designated spots to go to yeah all right let's uh let's talk 
completed, man, because you I haven't eaten yet, and you got me ready to bust down the next uh, <laughs> next place. Word. Yeah, let's talk about it. You there? Yo. You back? You there? Yep. You hear me? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I, I can hear you now. Can you, you, hear got, you got the you got the Teddy Riley jump off. Oh, my, my bad. <laughs> yeah. Now you went out you went out for a little bit, man. I'm like, oh man, this guy he got the Teddy Riley set up. <laughs> what was the last thing you heard? Nah, the last thing you I heard was let's talk about unplated. All right. So I was asking you how it came about. Like, was that something uh, that was a branch off of Full of Fines or that was something that you came up with, like, just stumbling after doing Full of Fines? So, yeah, it was a branch off of Full of Fines. Basically, it was in my need to create more content. That's really what it was. Like, I'm trying to I, – I just like to be super creative with it. My thing is programming, man, having, having different programs under the Full of Fines umbrella just to keep people entertained. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, one day uh, I, I see people on my feed talking about um, selling plates and stuff like that. And I'll be like, you know what? Let me, let me see if I can buy a plate and try it out. You know what I'm saying? And then have a review of some shit. So um, I just did that. And then somebody, they liked it. They was like, yo, that's a good idea. Da -da -da -da. And I just went with it, you know? And then I got another plate. I started buying plates. At first I finessed the deal. And I, as the first guy I hit up, I was like, yo, how about this? You know? How about I will give you a review in turn for a free meal? Like I was just trying to see what I could get. And so he was like, all right, bet I'll do that. So then when I got the food, it was, it was decent. It was cool. My wife was like, you know what? She turned around and was like, you know what? We're going to buy that because I don't want you to have to lie. If, if the shit is whack, the shit is whack, you know, but I want you to, yeah. I want you to own that review. You know what I'm saying? Like they're paying in a sense, they're almost paying for a review. You know what I'm saying? I want you to be able to own that review and be able to do whatever you want with it. So I was like, all right, bet. And she kind of just, you know, helped me, helped me with that. And we just kept it going. You know what I'm saying? I think it's getting fairly popular. I just really want to be able to talk to the people that are selling plates out of their home, you know, that are, that are looking to aspire to take it to the next level, but are still, you know, in a situation where they don't have, have a restaurant they don't have anything but they could cook their asses off and they like to cater you know so I, that's what i really want to speak to with that um i'm gonna pause there and give you uh this promo uh in the middle of the pod that we've been doing uh for however many minutes and say if you're an upcoming chef looking to see what the market is for your particular dishes. It could be food trucks, it could be restaurants, your upcoming, not necessarily with your own restaurant, but you're trying to get there, want the masses to hear you. Hit up Stephen Pierce Fuller for Unplated so he could try to, uh, not try, so he can test out your food and give you a genuine response. You don't want somebody yeah, to give you um, a watered down response because you know them, that's your man's and you gave him a free plate. But if you really want a genuine response and want to know how the people are going to react to your food, hit him up on all the socials, on all of uh, Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is. Hit him up. Um, because honestly, 
there's been a couple of players that I've watched that you've made me be like, yo, I got to try that. Yo, where's so-and-so at? And word, word. I champion any black person that's doing something, especially entrepreneur wise but because I'm a foodie, I champion the fact that you're giving people with that may be chefs or all this other stuff, you're giving them a, a, a platform to be like, yo, this is this is it. This is what I got to offer. And I think that's extremely dope because sometimes you get stuck on like your go-to restaurants that you, you fairly realize that there's local people that may have food that's banging. Yeah. And you just don't know that they out there. Yeah. That's a fact, man. That's a fact. And I always want to, I, I had a, I was working on something before and it kind of fell apart with me and my brother, Jawel. Um, he was working on something, but it kind of fell apart and then COVID happened and all that, that, you know, so I kind of just was like, yo, let me take this and run with it and see, see what happens. But I've always been interested in giving that, uh, that cook from home uh, chef uh, a platform, you know what I'm saying? Because not for nothing, the cook from home chefs, one, that's where it all started, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know? Two, these chefs be cooking better than the, the world-renowned chefs that we know at our favorite restaurants, you know? They you just mean, make the, it. The places they just, you pay $100 for and get like dollars for decorations? Right, exactly, exactly. You know, and these people, you got people at their homes that are cooking for their families that's throwing it down, bro. My mom's threw it down. She don't really cook like that no more, but my mom's is one of the best chefs that I knew of, you know what I'm saying? And 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 my family can attest to that, you know? Nigga, I know so I, many I, people, bro. I'll attest to it. Let me tell you something. I remember asking at family functions, who's cooking if it ain't so-and-so and so-and-so, Nah, you can save my plate on the side. Whenever they yeah, say yeah. your mom's and Ty was in the kitchen, I was like, oh, yeah. all right. That's no problem. Fact, I'm fact, here. Man. Yeah. My mom's really have you thought about food. Have you thought about doing a Thanksgiving full of fines? Yes. Yes. You know what? I was just actually, because my um, mother-in-law, we just had, uh, we just had a, like an Italian dinner or whatever. Um, and I was thinking like, damn, I, I want to, not even a Thanksgiving full of funds, but a holiday full of funds where I would like to sit at these people's homes. And I know COVID is different, but I really want to see the spreads and stuff that people create because people go hard, man. I know my family, my, my sister, my mother, we go hard for Thanksgiving. I'm talking about spreads, bro. I'm talking about ribs. I'm talking about the fried turkey. I'm talking about collard greens, yams, and the, uh, the, what you call it? The, um, the prime rib, everything, bro. Like, psh, yo, they go in, man. And I know there's other people that's doing the same. Let me ask you this. I know how your family gets down for Thanksgiving. Have you been in a situation to date where wifey's family throws down and you got to go back to your family and been too full to eat because wifey family, <laughs> like, destroyed it? No, nah, I haven't been in that situation yet. I haven't been in a situation where everybody's just cooking and I'm just caught in the food smorgasbord. You know what I'm saying? I've never, I never <laughs> been in that situation yet, but I'm hoping to get into something like that, man. I'm hoping to get, like, I really want to do a, like a Thanksgiving hop, you know what I'm saying? And go from house to house and really, like, bounce around, man. 
How is how is a, a Hispanic Thanksgiving versus a Black Thanksgiving? Is, are they are they sort of kind of the same, or is it some differences? We like, eh, this is new. No, um, honestly, I want to say it's sort of kind of the same. Like you know, uh, we both celebrate. You know, there's there's everybody got their family there. We got our family there. Um, only thing that I'm gonna say that's different at, at a Spanish household, obviously, is the food, but the presence of Coquito is there. You know what I'm saying? I know that <laughs> I know that if I'm a, in a Latin household, there's gonna be a good bottle of Coquito that I'm gonna that I'm gonna have. You know what I'm saying? But um the food, obviously you got your Spanish food versus the soul food. You got your, you know, there's just so much, you know, the roast pork with the uh the, the penny with the mojito sauce and everything, man. You got your empanadas versus uh, just all types of soul food dish and the mac and cheese. So it's definitely a different, it's definitely different foods, man. It's a different vibe, but you know, so love. I'm going to ask you this only because um, I used to be a self-proclaimed and I'm not saying I'm not anymore, but anybody you asked, you asked them what my favorite food was, I would tell you Italian food. Mm. And recently that's being challenged by Hispanic food, mm. like it's, it's it's a really really it's a really big challenge, and I'm like, all right, uh, I still like to say, oh, See, this, uh, that's Italian the, food's a favorite, but so now this is where I have yo, I feel you on that, but this is where like you know I have a little advantage is because my wife is half Italian and Puerto Rican, so her father. Oh is nigga, you cheating? Puerto- nah, nah, stop yo, talking. You cheat code. Nigga, you I cheating. got the cheat code. You're I got cheating. the cheat code. Hey, yo, let me tell you right now, my mother-in-law cooks her ass off, bro. She knows how to, she's versatile with Spanish dishes and Italian dishes. You know what I'm saying? So she just had, she just had made like a big ziti meal or whatever. But she was telling me how like back in the day, you know, obviously, you know, family falls apart and they don't do it how they used to do it. But she was like, yo, when I was growing up, we would have, she was like, we would have the anti, the anti-pasty dishes or whatever, the anti-pasty. And she was like, then we would have the, different fishes on New Year's Eve. And she was like, there would be multiple, and I'm talking about like multiple courses, you know what I'm saying? All before you get to dessert, different meats and different, all types. yo, Italians really get it in crazy around the holidays, man. And so I, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. And I was just telling her, I was like, yo, I really wanna, I really would like to go to an Italian, uh, authentic Italian household and have, the, and have the holidays there and see how they really give it up. Cause they they give it up crazy. Let me tell you, I have plenty of Italian friends, and I'm going to tell you, it's not just uh, the holidays. I've gone to my Italian friend's house on a regular like Wednesday Thursday, and mm-hmm. um, it's a seven they like course to meal eat, on a bro. Wednesday yo, Thursday. Yo, word, they like to eat. They like to eat, and yo, they don't play, man. And and you're not going to tell them no either, because they're like, yo, eat, eat here, have more, have more, have more, have more. No, yeah, you're, they you're throw not it down, bro. They throw, you're yeah. not gonna tell them though. <laughs> nah, you know, I'm gonna eat it all. I'm gonna eat it all. All right, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Uh, you kind of cheated the other day. I, I watched you unplated and said your wife is the empanada queen. So I'm gonna oh, 100%. leave that. I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave that, and I'm gonna ask you, what's the best panel you ever had? Where's it from? Oh, all right. So there's this. So actually my wife's best friend, my wife's best friends, let me see if you can follow this. My wife's best friend's sister's 
husband is a Spanish man, and he probably your makes wife's more best of, friend, sister's husband. All right, all yeah, right, all right, all right. yeah. Um, he probably makes one of the best bennies I've ever had, and I'm talking about because you know a lot of people don't. You, you, it's easy for your benny to come out dry and lacking flavor. Not like not so much lacking flavor, but it could all also be overly salty or whatever. Like you got to keep that meat nice and marinated. You know what I'm saying? And yo, that's probably one of and he um. He makes a garlic sauce with it. I don't want to say if it's a mojito, but he makes a garlic sauce, like a whole jar of it. He puts it in, the, puts it in, puts it under the skin or whatever. Oh, oh, son, official, bro, official. One of the best bennies I've ever had. I'm gonna ask you um, to hook me up with an unplated yeah. of that because <laughs> Yo, <word>. I, <laughs> that's a uh, that's my thing. My uh, one of my best friend, his wife's. I see if you can follow this. My best friend, wife's aunt, makes probably one of the best vanillas I've ever had in my life. And I always ask him, like, yo, the homegirl, I need one of them panels, man. Holiday coming up. I was like, no, I need one of them. <laughs> and you know, oh, black people, we call legit. it. Yeah, you know, black people, we call it pernils. So let me get one of them pernils. <laughs> with the extra P. Pernil. Let me get that pernil. <laughs> Yo, Spanish people like Benny. What you mean, Benny? Benny? I'm like, no, Pernil. The Pur, the Pur. Give me the Pur, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I can't speak a lick of Spanish, man. My accent be all messed up, man. Yeah, you got the best of both worlds. Let me tell you that Italian and Spanish, nigga. Yeah, yeah, no, legit, man. Probably the best two cuisines you can make. Like, you know, soul food is, we don't really have our own, you know, because we kind of just capitalize on everything else. And that's what we do best. Black people, we, we, we see something and we make it better. You know what I'm saying? We swag it out. That's what we do. But, you know, like, you know, Spanish cuisine, they come from, they come from Puerto Rico. And they come from Dominican Republic. And you got Italians that come from Italy. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. Uh, I'm going to ask you You there? You there? Random. Oh, I bet. I'm just making I'm not sure. random since you're talking about food. Not, not, no name brand. Jack. One second. Hold on one second. Can you hear me? Yep. Yep. Best yeah, pizza spot you've been to? Not a, not no change, right? Best pizza spot you've been to? Okay, um, I'm gonna name one right off the top. Um, there's a spot in. Okay, so if, Courtney will tell you this. There was a spot in White Plains when we used to work at the Ritz. It was called Nikki's Pizza. Probably one of the best pizza spots I got to. And um, the, what I used to get all the time is I used to get this Sicilian slice. It was like a nice deep dish or whatever, and I used to have them chop it up in like sticks in like squares long squares and i used to have them give me the garlic sauce for the um for the garlic knots and i used to have them give me marinara sauce as, as in cups you know what i'm saying and i would just dip my pizza in there fucking crazy good bro so so nikki's they went away i don't know they you know they italian and there was a there was all of a sudden it quote unquote quote on fire and all that i don't know what really happened but um it's not there anymore. It wasn't there anymore. So I'm like, damn, like, but then, um, up by me, uh, 
there's a there's a um, a town called Cold Spring or whatever, and that's like right by Peekskill. And one of the if you if anybody comes up here, I definitely recommend going to uh, Cold Spring, and then like you know going down to that downtown area because it's all downtown. And then at the end of the downtown area, you got uh, the whole riverfront. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful place. But anyway, um, one day I was getting a slice of pizza over there, and I, I noticed that they had Sicilians, so I had them chop it up like they usually do or whatever. And then, <laughs> and then I had them giving me the sauce and everything, and I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, this shit tastes just like this spot called Nikki's Pizza. So I'm talking to the guy about it, and he's like, oh yeah, Nikki's. He was like, oh, that's my cousin's. He was like, it, it tastes the same because we use the same recipe. I was like, oh, I've got the jackpot. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's probably one of the best uh, pizza spots that I've been to, man. What was the name of that one? Because Nikki's is gone, but what's the name of the other one? Cold Spring Pizza. Cold Spring. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely right. official. Uh, last question before we get into, like, uh, the closing and things like that. You move into a new area. And I'm mm -hmm. asking you this specifically because I need to know how you go about this. Uh-huh. Now, no pressure, but everybody that is listening that may move into a new area, how okay. do you determine the pizza place to go to and the Chinese food to eat at? How do you determine the pizza place or the Chinese food? In a new spot. You move to a new area. New area. How do you determine, yo, this is going to be my pizza spot, this is going to be my Chinese spot? Oh, it's got to be the love. Well, all right, for the pizza spot, not necessary for the Chinese spot. Me, I go a, a lot about, like, relationships. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I could vibe with you or whatever, um, I'll be like, if I feel at home at the spot, then I'll be like, all right, you know, I'm going to start coming here. And then if the food is a plus, that's going to be my spot. You know what I'm saying? But to me, it's all about relationship. If you treat me well, you treat me like I'm family, you know what I'm saying? When I step up in the spot, then I'm, I'm good chance I'm going to come back. You know what I'm saying? If the food but is how cash, do you find that spot off the off the strength though? I, I hear what you're saying about the love and the treatment, but how do you find that? So how do you get to yeah, that? You gotta hit in a new yeah, location. Yeah, you gotta hit the pavement, bro. You gotta hit the pavement. Just walk in, man. Walk walk in wherever. Really? You know what I'm saying? Besides your research online, you gotta you gotta hit the street, man. That's that's definitely a difficult thing because I, I've lived in the same spot for years and I know my area, you know what I'm saying? But if I was to move somewhere else, the first thing I'm going to do is just get a walk around town and just start walking into random spots, you know, and talk to them about their menu and talk to them about whatever, you know. Like I said, I'm an outgoing person, so I like to, you know, get a feel for my area regardless. All right, man. Um, anything? Because this is the, basically the, if you haven't caught on, this is basically the full of fine slash unplated plug episode. But if there's anything else that you would like to let the people know about you, by all means, you have the opportunity because that's what we're here to do. But this was a hundred percent for full of fines and unplated. But if you got anything else you want the people to know about, or even to reiterate full of fines and unplated, now is the time. All right, so bet. So one first thing, um, there would be no fuller funds without my wife. She's she's incognito fuller funds. She don't like to be on the camera, but best believe she be doing she be doing all the camera work, the directing, the editing, all that. She's really there hundred percent. So I gotta give a shout out to Christina Fuller because without her there would be no fuller funds. That's one. <laughs> <laughs> 
She's laughing. She's, yo, she's laughing over here. She's like, this thing is gassing it. But nah, all jokes aside, though. All jokes aside. She's 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 100% in my corner with this. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I got to give it to her. And um, two, like I said, man, we call this, uh, well, I'm, I'm coining this term today is uh, fernalism, man. Fernalism, which is food journalism, man. And I, and I like to explore, man. I like to explore. And I'm coming to a town near you, bro. Um, I got I got something set up. I got two places set up down in um, uh, on the east side and somebody on the west side. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you up and you know we are gonna get it going. But yo, this dude, this one dude on the east side, he's, he's funny, man. Um, he uh, he's like really like trapping hard with plates though. Like he had posted something about he was like, yo, if I don't know you. He was like, if you if you don't come with a recommendation, if I don't know you, he was like, do not DM me for no type of food. Like, like he's moving like he's he's moving work. You know what I'm saying? But he's really Oh no, he got blue magic. You didn't know that. <laughs> yo, so I'm like, yo, this thing is official. But I'm looking at his shit and I'm like, damn, I want to try. So like um the dude that I one of one of my boys, he actually had put me on to him or whatever. So I was like, yo. That made me want to try him even more. And I was like, yeah, you gotta give me the you gotta give me the introduction, bro. I'm trying to see what's up. So he was like, all right, bet. So he put he put me on and I linked with him. So hopefully I could get that get that going though. But I'm definitely trying to come to the city because I know this that's where it's at. Like that's where people are really selling the place. Like up here, there's not too many people that's really trying that or they haven't got around to it yet. But um I know the city is where it's at. So there was a spot. Um, I'm I'm so mad that you won't be able to uh, do a review on it. I'm sure you might have been here before, but there used to be a spot on 124th Street called Mo Bay's. Mo Bay's. It was a Mo uh-huh. Bay's. It was a um, it was a Caribbean soul food spot. But the reason why I'm bigging them up, and and Mo Bay's, if you listen to this, have, if somebody tags you and you get this and you have another location open, please put me on to the new location. But they gave you cornbread with this raspberry puree and pineapples. Mm. Um, fam, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what just what you just heard yeah. is how it tasted. Raspberry puree. And pineapples, and it was probably the best cornbread I've had in my life. See, that's that's what's up, man. That's what that's when you know that you got, yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna definitely see what's up with that. And that's why I said I like I like to explore, man. That shit is like finding a good pair of sneakers, finding a good meal. Yeah, man. Um, I want you to give me a show before we cut out of here. Uh, thank you for coming up here and speaking to us about what you got going on. Definitely, man. I got foodies that listen, and I'm a foodie myself. And I, I, every time you post something, you make me want to go grab something to eat. Every time you post, and I don't even eat seafood like that. But when you post, I'm like, dang, I'm, that, that shrimp look fire. No, dang, that's good, man. I, that, that's good feedback, man. I appreciate that, man. It lets me know that I'm doing, I'm doing my job, man. I appreciate that. Yo, if I yo, can give you any advice, what's any that? advice, if I give you any advice, I would tell you to keep being 100% you. Don't let outtakes or as big as the show gets or uh, the fernalism gets, I don't want you to lose you because that's probably the most enjoyable part for me 
watching you do these unplated is I get to see you be, and because I know you, I know you're not faking it. I know you're not just doing it because a uh, camera's on. So right, right, keep right. that genuine reaction. Keep that, your, um, your, your personality, the sense of humor. Keep all that. Don't edit it. Don't ever whitewash it and make it like watered down. But keep it genuine to who you are because that's one of the main reasons why I um, follow it. And I like every time, every chance I get, I'm like, yo, all right, I got to try this. In fact, you're the reason I told your wife, you're the reason why I went to Brownstone um, Pancake Factory. Oh, that's good to know, man. That's good to know, man. That means my, my recommendations is working, man. Yo, Brownstone Pancake Factory is super lit. I forgot who even told me. I think, who told me about that? I don't even remember, but that was one of the best recommendations of my life. <laughs> oh, 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 my, my wife, my wife and my sister went there and she was like, yo, babe, she came home like, babe, I got a story to tell. I was like, what? <laughs> and she was like, yo, because she know how I feel about breakfast. And she was like, yo, these pancakes, there was like all types of crazy stuff. And then she showed me the Instagram. I was like, yo, I got to go. Now they got a mad spots that's doing the same thing. But uh, I think with Brownstone Pancake Factory is one of the first to really do stuff like that that I see, you know, with just crazy over the top, just wild stuff on your pancakes or on your whatever. You know what I'm saying? My only my only beef with brownstone has nothing to do with the pancakes, but the syrup. And I'm the type of guy the syrup can mess up the whole pancake for me. It didn't. That's a fact. But the syrup it was like molasses, nigga. It was like, all right, yeah, nigga, yeah, I, nah, yeah. The syrup, the syrup is a little trash. Now that you think about it, the syrup, <laughs> yeah. Now that you think about it, yeah, you're right. Now and yo, and honestly, a lot of people don't tap into that syrup game, man. But like I said, man, I'm the sauce boss, man, and I think I really like you gotta you gotta pay attention to the dip, man. It's all about the dip, bro. <laughs> the, sauce the sauce boss, man. Like it's all about that dip, man. Oh man, well, yo, give me a show before you cut out of here. Um, I appreciate you. I'm looking forward to the next uh, full of fines and unplated. But what are you watching? Uh, give these people something, man. Um, whatever. I just, I just finished watching some garbage. I was actually, I'm actually disappointed that I, uh, was wasted my time on it. I can never get these minutes back in my life, but it was called, uh, the haunting of Bly Manor. Remember I was so telling you about that. That's what you don't that. want me to watch. Give me something you that's... want me to watch. Don't give me something you don't want me to watch. Give me something well, you I, want I, me to watch. Well, I don't know, man. Honestly, what's, I, I haven't been on TV like that, man. I've been, you watch, watch the Real Housewives of Potomac. <laughs> <laughs> My wife got me up here watching that. I'm not gonna even hold you. Yeah, but yo, no, oh, but 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 to chime in, the reason why I watch it is because on the Real House, uh, the Real Housewives of Potomac, um, Karen Huger is actually my uh, stepmother's aunt. My stepmother passed away or whatever, but that's her aunt. So. Really? It's, a, it's some kind of connection there. Like, she was there at the funeral and stuff like that. And her husband is, like, a billionaire. Her husband uh, sold software, a black man. Um, what's his name, babe? Ray. Ray Huger. So, it's a connection there. That's why we started watching it. But, uh, yeah, whatever. When they say it's a small world, you really don't understand that until you, you're in that six degrees of separation and really feel yeah. like, oh, snap. Yeah, no, that's, know, a, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. It's such a small world. But uh, my show, um, let me see. Oh, movie. 
The Banker. If you haven't seen it, it's a dope good? movie. Is it good? I heard the, about it. That's on Apple, right? Yeah. The Banker. Right. I'm going to watch that. Samuel yeah. Jackson joint. Samuel Jackson, uh, just a brief synopsis. I'm not going to give the whole thing away. But brief synopsis, it's this black guy who's ultra smart. Um, he's a mathematician and wants to get mm -hmm. into banking. But Mm -hmm. He grew up in like the deep south, and they like hitting him with the hard ER when they call him nigger and all that other stuff. And no, we're not selling to black people. So, what he does is he finds a white person to be the mouthpiece. Oh, and wow. That's, yeah. That's all I'm going to say is he finds a white person to be the mouthpiece, and then you can figure out what happens from there. But the banker, it's really, really, really dope. Yeah, that's how we got to be, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah. Even in 2020, it's a shame. Yeah, no. But, you know, it is what it is. We'll still get there. Bro, I appreciate you again for letting me uh, occupy this time. I know I'm taking away time from your fam. Nah, you're good, man. Well, I appreciate you, bro. I definitely appreciate you. And, yo, whenever you come up here, man, just let me know, man. Well, I got you, bro. For real. Nah, that's a, that's a fact. I, I said it when we were on the podcast before, but I mean it. Yeah, we definitely got to get up. I usually tell people to um, get their excuses ready and get their excuses ready for Monday. I will give you uh, guys a freebie. If you want to use an excuse, don't go with the, <laughs> my stomach hurts or all that. I'm going to give you free game right now. If you have a vehicle, there is nothing wrong with saying, oh, dang, I had, my tire just went out. Or – the mechanic told me I need to replace blah, 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 and I'm going to be here for a while. So, thank you later. <laughs> That's an excuse. Uh, <laughs> Pierce, my brother, I do appreciate you for coming up. Uh, I will talk to you later. Yeah, no doubt, bro. Take it easy. Uh -huh.